Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota racing team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like sixth grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Both Team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you coming out of the All-Star Race and getting ready for our longest race of the year, the Coca-Cola 600. The All-Star Race won by Ryan Blaney and Team Penske in that unique ending that we had that, uh, well, some of them have said that, well, he, he won it twice and some were lobbying for an extra million, but he'll just pocket one million and uh, pull out of Texas with a lot of momentum heading in to the Coca-Cola 600 coming up this weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway. It's a special week, obviously, back in the racing homeland, as it were, in Charlotte. Triple event weekend, technically quadruple event weekend. We got ARCA racing, truck racing. We've also got Xfinity racing and NASCAR Cup Series racing on a very special weekend. One driver that is actually going to be driving in all three series this weekend, trucks, Xfinity, and Cup, 
is Ryan Priest, and he has a new situation in 2022, in case you missed it. Got a note in the offseason that Ryan's been signed on to Stewart House Racing as a relief driver. In case something happens and one of the drivers have to climb out of the car, he's there ready to go in and ready to fill the void, while at the same time has been given opportunities in the Xfinity and the Truck Series that, quite frankly, he has maximized. In the trucks, he drives for David Gilliland Racing. In the Xfinity Series, he'll be driving for BJ McLeod Motorsports, and then he'll also be driving in the Cup Series as well. So he had a chance to join us on the hotline uh, yesterday, and we started off the conversation talking about the good run that he and that David Gilliland Racing number 17 Ford F-150 had in the truck race at Texas Motor Speedway. Yeah, uh, to say the least, for sure. It was definitely something that that I enjoyed Um you know, being a part of this past weekend and and having a really good showing for Morton Buildings, um, you know, they're they've been a really good supporter of mine through KHI and and uh, we we won two stages. Unfortunately, we came up a little short on the win, but I felt like that that wasn't because of a lack of effort. We uh, we passed a lot of cars there in the final stage and and got back up front. We just needed things to to go up to go our way a little bit, and I tried my I tried my best to to put. Um, Stuart Friesen in a little bit of an awkward position, keeping him alongside Eckes, and it uh, he was able to clear him. Maybe I gave him too good of a push. What kind of racing is the Truck Series to you? You've raced everything. Looks like you're having a good time. The trucks are fast. What is the style of racing like over there in the Truck Series? Well, I think when you when you have a, it's primarily a lot of younger kids, right? I'm I'm 31, so I'm almost. Uh, I'm almost at that veteran age, I guess you could say. Uh, so you just got a, a lot of aggression and and uh, sometimes it can put each of you in bad spots. And, and really that just comes down to, you know, my experience, not just from the cup series, but from my grassroots roots level and, and my race craft. Um, that's where you just have to be smart. You have to understand the situations that you're in and put yourself in the best the best possible scenario that you can you can have so um i would say there's it's been nice to to be able to use some of the tools that i have in my toolbox and and have fast trucks and you know uh make gains so i felt really good um really good about our trucks especially las vegas and uh and last week at texas just just some things uh haven't haven't been able to to allow us to Put it all together and, and win some of these races but what i'm really excited about is we've shown the speed last weekend we were able to lead laps and and basically win or win some stages so now it just comes down to executing and and doing everything right is this a mutually beneficial situation because from where i observe from it looks like it gets you back on the racetrack you're back up front but you also have the opportunity to maybe give some information to the race team, how they can be better, address what they're doing good, what's working, and opportunities for growth. Is this like a hand-in-hand situation right there with DGR? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think it, it's um, it's a good opportunity for both sides, like you've said. It's, it's a good opportunity for, for DGR and Ford to, to evaluate where the program is and, and where I feel like it is and, and maybe how we can continue to make it better and and uh and be that dominant team in the field and don't get me wrong like i I think we're very close to where that is so uh that feels good and then to your point it was it was nice to to be back in you know running up front and 
and you know, people when they look at my career, I've been around, I've kind of bounced around. Um, so to to be supported by a manufacturer, uh, not only that that I love Ford, you know, Ford trucks, Ford cars, everything about Ford, it's always been something I've 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 basically been in a Ford family. So uh, to be with them and and to have the support, uh, I'm busier now than I have been in a long time. So it's uh, it's been really nice. And that leads me to my next question. Before the season started, we got the note that you were, you, were, you were basically a relief driver for Stuart Haas Racing, but you would also have races on your calendar. We've been speaking a lot about the truck race. You're going to be in the Xfinity Series race at uh, Charlotte this weekend, back in the Cup Series with the Coca-Cola 600, and you've also run a modified this year. Do you like running different things over the course of the year and not being locked into one series? I like racing. I like seat time. Um, you look at guys like Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, you know, all these different drivers, they grew up in an era where they were able, when they weren't racing, they were testing. They were doing all these things. And uh, some of the disadvantages that, you know, I would say my generation has is the ability to go test, the, the ability to get laps at a racetrack and not just in a simulator, which don't get me wrong, now it's made the simulator that much more important. And, and I felt like for myself, it's been extremely beneficial, but um, it, it's been nice to, to be in something and, and getting more laps and, and racing up front. And, and uh, really just, it, it's it's a lot different when you're racing for a win than, you, than it is racing for 15th or 10th or, or 20th. You know, it's just a totally different fight battle. Um, so I would say that that has, has definitely been, been nice. Um, I would like some stability in the future of trying to race for a championship because at my, um, in my career at a national level, I, I haven't had a full season with a, with a manufacturer or, or a team, you know, that, that we've been having winning, you know, winning opportunities week in and week out. So it's, it's something that, I'd like to, to be able to have had that opportunity in my career. And, uh, you know, that's something I'm working towards. Well, you lead me to another question, but you just touched on something. So let me ask this one before I get to that one. You mentioned the simulator and you like track time. And, and there's nothing like, as a race car driver, it doesn't matter if you're young or old, any time spent on the racetrack is going to benefit you one way or another. But because of COVID and because of the testing rules, a lot of that's been been confined to the simulator. Do you think the younger driver is underserved in this day and age by not having the opportunity to go test? You can only learn so much in the simulator. You got to get in the actual vehicle and get on the track and do it in real time. I would I would assume to get the complete package. You know, and that's a great point um, for my situation and, and for the scenarios that I've been in. I feel like that's that's been a huge hurdle. Um, being able to work with a crew chief uh, that when we go to the simulator or going to the racetrack and, and finding what, what um, you know, really hits home for me as far as the setup goes, like what I like, what I don't like, and, and me understand those things. And, and that's something that has come with age for me to get more of a grasp on it rather than let a crew chief try and figure it out over time. It's, it's like, what can I do to, to help speed up that process? That's become that much more important. I mean, you look at it this year, I've worked with four different crew chiefs through, I think the six or six races I've done. So it's just, uh, it's just one of those things that that's become extremely important. And, um, you know, I've been lucky enough to work with some really smart people and continue to work with some really smart people. And 
the biggest thing that I can say is just absorbing all that information and, and trying to trying to be um, as in tune with the process as you possibly can. Chatting with Ryan Priest, who joins us on NASCAR Live Wide Open. You mentioned wanting some stability going forward. Now, you've obviously gotten aligned with Stuart Haas Racing, and you're in that queue. There's going to be a ride opening at the end of this season when Eric Almarola steps away. Have you talked to SHR about potentially jumping in that ride, or are you on the list of consideration for that cup ride going forward? I think my focus right now is, is you know, um, accomplishing all the goals. You're smiling. You know, it's, it's accomplishing <laughs> all the goals uh, that we set out for this year. And, you know, this weekend's a, a great opportunity moving forward. I'm running 1,101 miles this weekend between the truck uh, with racechoice.com that just came on as the primary sponsor, you know, just yesterday. Uh, Hunt Brothers Pizza is going to be a huge supporter of mine in the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series. And, uh, you know, all the other supporters that we have with Morton Buildings, United Rentals, which has really uh, taken a giant step forward with me and and uh, and all our other partners. It's, um, it's taking advantage of opportunities that you're given. And that's something I felt like I've done uh, throughout my career. And and now it's time to, to take this opportunity and, and really, you know, hit a home run and, and try to try to move into try to move into one of those opportunities. It, it comes down to a, a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, uh, the most valuable thing that I can do is perform because that's that's what keeps you in those conversations. I know you're not going to answer the question. I didn't really expect you to, but I had to ask it. But one thing I will ask you, though, you're in an organization where they eat, sleep, and breathe racing. Tony Stewart, Greg Zipidelli, Kevin Harvick, Chase Briscoe, you, all of you have, have, have seemed to have that blue-collar racer mentality. You're from the grassroots. You've gotten dirty. You've gotten down there in the lower series. You love running modifieds. You love running this or that. What's it like being associated with a racing organization that has that blue-collar racing route to it? Yeah, so you bring up a great point. It's it's somewhere that I fit in well with. It's not just uh, your upper, you know, your your Greg Zipidellis, your Tony Stewart's, your Kevin Harvick's. It's not just those guys. It's Chase. It's you know it's the shop guys. There's guys that instead of eating lunch, they're they're checking springs and and dyno and shocks there, you know, because they're they're racing on the weekends just like we're racing. And you know, it, it's it's nice to be around an environment that that does does the same thing as you do and you know i think another thing is those guys appreciate the fact that we do it just like they do we live eat and sleep um racing uh you know just here right now uh, i'm talking over the phone with you but after this i gotta order some some lines from a modified that i'm building and you know kind of go out there and get that prepared for the next race so it's it's we're all um we're all you know cut from the same mold so to speak but um you know, moving forward, it's it's been a great uh, it's been a great experience being there, uh, working working with the pit crew guys and working out with the pit crew guys and being able to walk in that shop and and bounce ideas off and and learn learn the process of what this new uh, next gen car has really been about because it's been so different from everything everybody has done. It's just trying to speed up that process of learning what's right and what's wrong and. How can we be better? And, you know, hopefully uh, some of that work that we've been putting in uh, at the simulator can really can really show uh, this weekend. Um, I probably have about 600 miles in the simulator right now. So uh, 
it's been a lot it's it's been a lot of fun and i and i genuinely do mean fun because for me it's an experience that you know it's this is a living this is a career that i've wanted uh my entire life and this is that opportunity Sunday will be your second start of the year in the cup car. Saturday will be your second start in the Xfinity car. Friday night will be your fifth start this year in the truck series. Let me jump to the 600. We'll get back to the total mileage you'll drive in a moment. But it's your second cup car. What what does this next-gen car throw a driver's way that it didn't in the past? It's only your second start in there. So what are you trying to get your arms around? What are you trying to get your head wrapped around as far as the cup car is concerned? To be honest with you, the next-gen cars fit my style a lot more than the previous car, the truck arm car that, to me, kind of suited your your you know steering box, truck arm, everything just seems tight, you know, drives off the right front. It's just to me, it's just so much different. Uh, this car, it's got 15-inch wide tires. It drives off the right rear. It does everything that I've ever driven. So uh, getting in that. Getting in the next-gen car at Dover was like jumping in my, like, not like my modified, but it was just that similar feel that you want to look for. And and uh, we, we had a lot of speed. We were really fast and just unfortunately had a couple tires uh, come apart there. And uh, we didn't really have much to show for it. But at the same time, we almost completed all the laps for Turns for Troops, which is a program that United, United Rentals is donating uh, a certain dollar amount for every lap that we complete. For Operation Homefront, so that was awesome, and uh, and then moving into the 600 this weekend, that's 600 miles. That's a lot of laps. You have to you have to really pay attention to your tires because I think, as we've all noticed, uh, you know, if you get really aggressive with some of these things, we can blow out tires. And you know, we were unfortunately on the other end of that and <clears throat> got caught on pit road uh, for a caution, and it just it can ruin your day really quick. And that's a long race. Uh, you don't want that to happen. So. Hopefully, we unload really good like I think we're going to, and, and we can make a statement. 1,100-plus miles, racing Friday in trucks, Saturday Xfinity, and then, of course, the Coca-Cola 600 on Sunday. How do you get your mind around that? Because that's a lot of racing in three days, capped off with the longest race of the Cup Series season in that 600-miler at Charlotte. How do you go about preparing, and how do you go mentally conditioning on top of the physically conditioning that you have to do? Uh... I mean, I think I've been mentally in, uh, I've been mentally preparing for this for my entire life. It's uh, racing, you know, three or four races in a row or multiple races in one night. It's nothing new to me. Now it's different because it's 600 miles instead of 150 laps back to back. Um, so that's, that's going to be different, but you know, it comes down to making sure you're eating right that week of you're, you're, you're hydrating, you're, you're keeping up with all those things. And then, you know, a difficult thing when you're in the race car, somebody like myself is I'm so in tune with wanting to run good or win that I just, I don't even think about drinking water. I don't think about keeping cool. I just think about the job at hand. And uh, so that's something that I'm going to have to focus on is forcing myself to drink water, even when I don't want to. And, and uh, so I've been, I've been working on that and I've already talked to both my Xfinity or my Xfinity team uh, the truck team and the cup team about even if I don't ask for a water, just bring bring the bottle to me and I'll swap it out. You know what I mean? That way it's there because it's a it's a huge part of this sport is making sure that you're you're keeping up with being hydrated and, and mentally there. And one final question for you. Speaking of the Coca-Cola 600, 
the longest race of the year, but one of the most intense pre-races that we have as we honor the U.S. military and we and we honor the armed forces, the playing of taps, the bagpipes. It's a very it's a very heavy atmosphere as we pay respect. What is it like from the driver's perspective experiencing that and then putting on your game face and climbing in a race car and going 600 miles? Yeah, so, um, you know, somebody like myself, you can use it as motivation. I've, I've had friends that are in the military and, uh, you know, I was, I was looking up the story of who I'm representing and it makes you realize how lucky we are to, to be born here in America. And, and I'm a proud American. So uh, to have the opportunity to resent, to represent him and, and go out there, it makes you want to dig. I mean, I've, I already have a lot of reasons that I want to run good, but that just, that, you know, that'll, that'll give you that much more of, uh, of uh, that want at the end of the day. So we'll see. It's, um, it's definitely intense though. Like you said, it, it just, it's one of those races you feel the energy you feel everything about it and it's so reverential we look forward to it every year and of course uh, all of us at the motor racing network we uh we honor the men and women that have given their life paid the ultimate sacrifice so we can enjoy the freedoms that we enjoy here today appreciate you joining us i know you're busy got a lot going on this week a lot of racing coming up we always love it when you make time for us and spend time with us here on mrn absolutely thanks man that's a good guy right there. Ryan Priest, fan favorite and uh, a fan of ours here at Motor Racing Network, fan in the garage as well. Got a good head on his shoulders and uh, just a fun guy to be around, not to mention a very talented race car driver as well. We wish him the best in his 11-plus 100-mile endeavor that he's facing coming up this weekend in Concord at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Let's shift gears here. Let's, let's see what the odds are saying right now. Let's get a check of the odds. Presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Please bet responsibly. Producer Trey is here with those odds. Trey, what are they saying? The odds are very familiar once again this week, Mike. But first, I want to look quickly back to last week. And you mentioned that Ryan Blaney won that race I twice. knew this was coming. <laughs> my first winner pick of the season. But I'll also say, like, if you took my advice and you put a little bit on Ryan Blaney, more than just Ryan Blaney's team was sweating the the window net situation there during uh during those caution laps like it it reminded me if you're you know betting on football or something and a team you know just randomly kicks a field goal at the end for no reason to erase your cover or something like that it was it was sweating for Blaney and his team winning the one million dollars but I think a lot of betters were uh were sweating on that ending there as well but this weekend gonna try and go back to back with winners here the favorite would be a back-to-back winner of the coca-cola 600 kyle larson once again plus 600 is the favorite this weekend and kyle bush who bush and larson probably had the best cars this past weekend before tire issues and that crazy crash with with kyle bush at texas kyle bush is plus 700 but my pick for this weekend I'm going to go with the only guy who seemingly had anything for Kyle Larson in the Coca-Cola 600 last year, and that's William Byron. William Byron sits at plus 1,100 this weekend. It would be his third victory of the season, and it would really submit him as probably the championship favorite as we get closer and closer to the halfway point of this season. Byron is going to be my pick at plus 1,100. A couple of long shots that I like. Christopher Bell, 
He's been starting to run a lot better lately, showing a lot of speed at Texas. We saw how fast the Toyotas were at Kansas, a mile-and-a-half track. Christopher Bell is plus 2,000. And with all of these winners that we're getting, the cutoff line is getting pushed up and pushed up and pushed up for the playoffs. Blaney is second in points. He won that all-star race, and he's still not locked into the playoffs just yet. Bell might be one of those guys that needs a win, or all of a sudden he's going to be on the bubble in terms of the playoffs. Another one worth watching, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, He was um, involved in the controversy with hitting the wall on the last lap that brought out that caution at the All-Star race. But JTG Doherty Racing has been on a roll lately. Stenhouse, top 10 after top 10 after top 10. And it's starting to look like this team is getting momentum. Uh, He spoke to the media last week, talked about being very confident heading into Charlotte. So Stenhouse could be a guy as well that I think could be involved in the mix. He mentioned at the test back at Charlotte when they were running this package on the car, he was one of the few guys that could really keep his car glued to the bottom while other guys were having to move up. So Stenhouse has some confidence going in this weekend, has some confidence in that team. Byron is the official pick at plus 1,100. If you're looking for some long shots, Bell at plus 2,000, Stenhouse plus 5,000. Might want to listen to producer Trey. He nailed it on the head for the all-star race, and I think he's on to something for the Coca-Cola 600, a race that we that will be broadcast uh, by our friends over at the Performance Racing Network. They'll have Saturday coverage for you as well of the NASCAR Xfinity Series. We have you covered on Friday at Charlotte Motor Speedway. We've got the General Tire 150 for the Arkham Menard Series, Motor Racing Network airtime, 6 p.m. Eastern time. As soon as that is done, we will transition into NASCAR Camping World Truck Series coverage. We'll have the North Carolina Education Lottery 200 for you Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time on the Motor Racing Network. Folks, it's going to be a busy week of motorsports. Hope you're able to take in all that you can. It's going to be a fun weekend. We'll be back the following week with another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open as we get ready to venture into first territory, the first cup race at Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway and also the first race for the NASCAR Xfinity Series at Portland International Raceway on the road course in the Pacific Northwest. For producer Trey and the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thanks for checking us out on NASCAR Live Wide Open. We'll chat with you again next week right here. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot Do you have an unused car, truck, motorcycle, boat, or RV taking up space? Put it to good use by donating it to the NASCAR Foundation. Proceeds help fund medical resources for children in our racing community. Your wheels can heal. Call 844-NASCAR-9 and we'll come tow away your vehicle for free. The process is quick and your gift is tax deductible. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to donate your vehicle to the NASCAR Foundation today. Your donation will help our children survive and thrive. 